I might as well tell you where you are, guys. You are in the Earth's womb. Oh, sounds appealing. <laughs> it's a lovely place to be, the Earth's womb. It's very, it's very nurturing. Because <laughs> mother's, sure. mother, mother, mother's there. <laughs> so, um, just to recap, right now, groundskeeper Ruth is walking purposefully towards the pulsating mass of flesh possibly a hundred feet across covered in strange growths tendrils and many faces each face being that of abigail rhodes some of which are crying and pleading for help some are looking at her with undisguised lechery whilst others just laugh insanely the mass floats in a large pool and the sound of running water can be heard all around. Fluid containing fragments of flesh gushes from the mass and out of the cave, forming the creek. And quite a lot of those pieces of white flesh are now clustering around Doug Douglas, who has taken an early bath. Yes, yes, I have. And is in the deep pool beneath Abigail's mass. But we will not. We, we will just pause the action there and, and, and head back to the cave mouth where I believe, but I can't remember, I believe everyone had climbed up, hadn't they, at this point? Everyone was standing in the cave mouth with various degrees of... Um... We had just gotten, like, like, the professor and Robert and I were all, like, near the mouth of the cave, I remember. I think we finally made it up. Yeah. And I believe two of you were so... Agile, that you'd avoided getting wet. Strangely. <laughs> I fell down on rocks. Oh, you did. You did. The acrobatic you... one fell down on rocks. Uh, so the professor, Alistair, and Robert all somehow managed to get up without getting wet. But you're now standing in the cave mouth. You, you actually hear a, a cry coming from inside that sounds very much like Doug, followed by a splash. And you can also hear possibly voices, many voices. Is someone else in here? What could that be? There are still only two more of us, correct? I don't know. Maybe they brought help? Yeah. Doug sounds like he's in trouble. Oh, dear. Oh. You want to go check it out? Maybe? I suppose we should save our treasured acquaintances. Successfully bring the dynamite up. Keep that dry, please. I guess you have probably two of those nice, kind of thick bundles of dynamite that you get in the cartoons. <laughs> I also yep. put the okay. stick in my jacket. Yeah. Yeah. I find my cigarette lighter and I uh, test it. See if it stayed dry. Oh, yeah. It works. Good, good. Um, I know that it, it should be, should go without saying, but it's extremely unwise to uh, to let any of that water, stay away from that water. It's in, Do we have views? Yes. Please stay away from the water. So tell me how you know anything about dynamite. Um, well, <laughs> I know a bit about dynamite because I was in, in the Boer War. And uh, my, my role was basically limited to burning down villages. And I, I had the idea, actually, to burning them down took a bit long. But you could actually blow them up. Much quicker, right? Yeah, but dynamite. Much quicker. That's so yeah. grim. That's so grim. Wow. Oh, this is a perfect. It's actually, in the backstory, I wrote. So. I know. <laughs> I know. It is. <laughs> All right. So you look at the big cluster of dynamite that Robert pulled out of his pack, and mm. looking at the fuse, you reckon there's at least a minute's worth of fuse on that. 
and the one that I took is it the same? Similar, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a it's probably about five inches of fuse, which you you know burns at a particular rate from having used it in your in your you know little jaunts to to South Africa. Um, I, okay. Oh God. I say, uh, I say, yeah. I say okay. to the others, don't ask me how I know, but by my guess, we like this. We'll have just under a minute. Get out. Okay, let's let's go. Okay, all right. So you proceed into the cave, and then you see these moving, writhing shapes attached to the walls on the left and right of you as you tread gingerly over rocks and past deeper bits of the dream where it pools at, at a certain point. At, at one point, the, the elevation rises up quite sharply. Um, another point, you actually have to crouch down to get in. It's hazardous going, but, but this violet luminescence up ahead is, is lighting your way. You can hear stranger noises coming from up ahead, shouting, screaming, you're not sure who it's coming from. But one thing you do hear is a woman's voice. And Alistair, you knew Henry and Abigail, didn't you? Professor and Alistair, you both recognize the voice. It's Abigail's voice. And it's saying, please kill me, please. Just kill me, kill me. I can't bear this, I can't bear it. But Abigail, why? Your voice just echoes around. And then suddenly from either side, you hear the voice, voices. It's Abigail's voice again, but it seems to be multiplied and, and echoing. And it goes, why, 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 why? Shut up, keep moving. Stop talking. Don't talk to these things. They're not real. We have to blow this place up. Ignore it all. Don't look at them. <laughs> at this point, you're going to have to make your sanity roll for sure at this point. Okay. Hey! Somehow you make it. Um, Professor, you, you too. Well, Professor, you're fine. I mean, you only lose one point of sanity. You, I don't know, probably... Tell me how you've been keeping your shit together at this point. Probably... Thinking about roads. And uh, I, I knew Abigail, but... I'm thinking this must mean he's here somewhere. I'm just focused mm. on that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But Alistair... Yes. You can't deny this any longer. Those mouths, all pursed and pouting and screaming and gnashing and blowing you kisses. That's Abigail's mouth. So all of that stored up, all that disbelief that you've been clinging on to, that, that hopeful, mundane reality that, that was the, the one thing anchoring you to, 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 to this world, it all starts to come crashing down around your, your head. Make an intelligence roll. Oh no. Here it comes. Oh, my God. oh I failed. Oh wow, cool. <laughs> but even the even though the walls of your reality are breaking down around you, what is it that keeps you going? The belief that somehow, some way, if all goes bad, I can might be able to help somebody. I might be able to help Abigail. But if all goes bad, I can buy my way out of it. So you keep moving forward. And you yeah. climb up a final steep incline, almost cliff-like. And as you, as you crest the ridge, you see a sight that will stay with you for as long as you live, 
which may not be that long, but <laughs> it will stay with you for as long as you live. What you see, you see this monstrous form of Abigail, this bloated, white, corpulent monstrosity, this abomination, this, this um, blasphemy to all that is natural and, and good on this earth. And inside her vast, white womb, for that's what you are looking at, you see these dark shapes moving around, about to be birthed. And you also see groundskeeper Ruth about to embrace it. And you also see your friend Doug struggling to get out of a pool with these white, fleshy forms just covering his body and, and clothing and hair and face. And oh, no. yeah, and you're all gonna have to make another sanity roll at this point. <laughs> the three, the three of you that have just witnessed this. Let's start with yeah. with Alistair. You did succeed, but the sight of this is just horrifying. It's beyond horrifying. It's it's an affront to humanity what you're seeing here. So roll a d6. So right. now you're on 58. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> you're absolutely fine. Professor and and Robert. You both need to roll a d20. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I can't believe it. Shit, I thought that was my natural one. Damn. <laughs> I'm fucked. Professor, you're fine again. I mean, what, tell me. I, no, I really want to know. I, we need a, a rationale for this. How <laughs> is the professor keeping his head whilst all others about him are losing them? Um, he's, he's, seen, he's seen a lot of this stuff before when he a lot of time in the opium dens in Shanghai, so he's not quite sure what's real and what's not at the moment. Okay, um, I, I, I guess that is a good, that's a good rationale. Now, Robert, you were gonna have a battle manners anyway, but, but you've just lost another nine. Right. So, so roll a d100. You have developed eremiomania. That is a compulsion to remain still. <laughs> God damn it. That is a really unfortunate one to get. Not for that. Not for so oh. you you are just rooted, rigid to the spot on seeing this thing and, and roll a D ten for how many rounds you are gonna be rooted rigid. Well it's only one round. That is very lucky. That could have been curtains there and then I think. But um yes. So this site of absolute um gruesome horror you, you, you swear you can see these black shapes getting kind of close to the skin of Abigail's womb, just pressing out on it as if they're ready to burst out and enter the world, her children. Doug, you're in the water, covered in these things. Yeah. So, right, so the, the, the slime creatures or whatever are all over Doug. He knows that it was Ruth's fault uh, <laughs> that he's even here. Yes. Uh, so when he sees the others come, uh, he just says, uh, quick, give me the dynamite. And he's going to start charging towards uh, <laughs> somebody, whoever's the closest person to me. Okay. Trying to get the dynamite out of their hand. Whoever, if somebody has it in their hand, that's what's going around to. Sloshing through the water. <laughs> we are, there is going to be a little bit of um, unpleasantness, though, from the green, from the white uh, slime on you. Um, yeah. So you take a, a minor amount of damage from this white stuff it's, it's only one hit point because um, it's actually quite like painful it burns as it as it sinks into your skin and enters your body but it's only a mild burning sensation 
as you see yeah. these white things just disappear into your skin. He's had the clap before, so he knows about that mild burning. <laughs> okay, so as it's as your as as these things are racing through your body, first thing you can do is make a luck roll. Right. This, this could be the good the good bit. If you get lucky, but you're never lucky. No. No. Doug is not lucky. Uh, unfortunately, call him Lucky Doug, right? <laughs> unfortunately, you don't feel um, you don't feel the um, the benefits that Ruth had of becoming super strong. If only, if only. But you've you've gone straight from that to feeling like you're starting to lose your association with reality. You you almost feel like your personality is starting to dissolve as you become one with with the mother, with Abigail, with what's growing in her. Uh, yeah. Um, this may change what you want to do with the dynamite, but let's see. So make a sanity roll because of that. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, maybe it's, yeah, you're rolling some good, good dice, guys. Uh, you only lose, you only lose one sanity for that. So you're okay. You're okay. Now, so y yes, you can keep doing what you're doing. So, so who are you running to? Uh, whoever had dynamite in their hand. Um, that that was Robert at, as when we last so. spoke, and he's now standing there, stock still, uh, holding the dynamite in one hand and the, and the lighter in the other. Yeah. Well, I don't know like, if I can get completely enough, but it's still frozen. But I'm gonna run up and grab that stuff. Is it like a crate? Uh, no, you've got like um, a bundle. You know, like that classic cartoon bundle of dynamite with the fuse, the big fuse sticking out, and the and, okay. the, and your lighter in the other hand. Uh, but you're, you're rigid. You're you're you can move your arms, but you, your legs are just like rooted to the spot. You're you're not going anywhere right now. But for, it's only for one round. Um, okay. So so Doug rushes over to you, and I'm shouting, "Keep it dry! Keep it dry! Don't get it wet!" Yeah, that's fine. Soggy bastard. <laughs> So you, you, you've rushed back to try and get this. Now, Ruth. Me. I'm running toward Abigail, monster. Yes. Mother, but mother loves you. Mother does love me. Mother does love you, mother. Ruth. And, and, and she, she wants to caress you, and she wants to embrace you. Mm-hmm. I'm in and, the middle of about a madness, I think, so I'm just going to yeah. continue running forward to embrace her. And, and she reaches out with her with her loving arms. At least, you could call them arms. They're probably more like pseudopods, really. Ah, uh, loving pseudopods. <laughs> and, these, um, and, and one of these white tendrils just gently winds itself around you. And she's trying to be as careful as possible, but she is very strong, his mother. <laughs> and, um, and as she lifts you up to embrace you, you probably, possibly do feel one or two of your ribs cracking. Just a couple. Several more, at least. Yeah, so you just take a, a loving little three points of damage from Mother. Ow. <laughs> um, but that doesn't matter, because she's holding you close to her breast now. You can see, possibly, your future siblings moving around underneath you. Oh, family. I've been alone for so long. Inside this this white mass of of, of 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 wonderful horror, and you get pulled in, and you can feel yourself almost sticking to the surface, or or is it more like fusing? It's hard to tell right now. My, how sticky you are! <laughs> now you're gonna move forward one step. Okay. You're starting to feel that your body is no longer your own. Your flesh actually is feeling alien to you now as 
as parts of it begin to just open up, split, and ooze something like rotten fruit pulp from your arms, from your legs, <laughs> coming out in, in underneath your clothing. Yeah. You are going to have to make another sanity roll at this point. I mean, no shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm merging. Success! I feel sane now, for some reason. Oh my. You are successful, but you are going to lose another D3 sanity. Okay. It's only mildly disturbed. Oh, physical hysterics for five rounds. Five rounds. You are incapacitated from laughing, crying, screaming. So tell me what, what you do. I, I'm crying with... I don't know, relief that something else is taking control of me so I don't have to decide how to act in this situation. Jesus, take the wheel. Abigail, take the wheel. You're laughing. And Abigail is saying, that's right, daughter, daughter of mine. You will come to me. You will join me. You will join me inside. You will be the fruit. You will be the nutrients for your brothers and sisters when they come out in all their flowering beauty into the world. This is a good way to end. And then at the same time, you hear this other voice coming from it saying, please help me, help me, help, help, kill me, kill me now, kill me. You can't really take any actions for the next five rounds. Giving in to the abyss. So Alistair and the professor, you saw Doug running over and he's grabbed the dynamite. What are you doing? You see, you see your friend Ruth being held up by this tendril and being pulled towards this mass and you could swear that you can see almost partially through her now that that she's becoming this her skin is going white and translucent and she's slowly being absorbed into this mass it still might be possible to save her though abigail don't eat the groundskeeper and so we'll keep the ground i know my bushes outside my my dorm room um, I'm, I'm gonna ask uh, Alistair what we should we should do. Grab her ankles. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. Well, Professor, is are you just gonna stand there and wait to see what happens, or what are you gonna do, Professor? You got your gun. Yeah, I might do that. I use that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, given that this is a huge thing, uh, you got no. Ch you know, there's no risk of of hitting Groundskeeper Ruth. You're within normal range. You could get closer and just just almost guarantee you're gonna hit, or you could just stand your ground and, and fire wildly at it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do the ladder. <laughs> I'm moving. Okay, so uh, do you wanna fire three times? You, you'll get, um, because it's a big target, you'll, you'll just get a, re you, you, won't, you won't get a penalty dice for that. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I'll do that, three. Okay, fail. Uh, you want to spend some luck on that? Make that a success. Two luck. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. You can fire twice more. Basically, taking and blindly doing it. Well, literally, <laughs> you're just closing your eyes. <laughs> yes. Well, Abigail is certainly big enough. And your, your bullets just penetrate the white mass with a soft sort of plopping sound almost like overripe fruit bursting as it falls to the ground. You have no idea if it's had any effect. The side where the bullets went in quivered slightly as the bullets went in, but there didn't seem to be any overt reaction. You, you have no idea whether these bullets are doing anything at all. So Alistair, is this your moment to be the hero? The bullets have no effect. Well, you, uh, you, none of you, you, you don't 
No, I don't you don't know. Any... You don't okay, see so shooting any... Shooting her pseudopod doesn't seem to look to me like that's going to do it. Well, the trouble is that, that Ruth is now, like, stuck to the side of her. And, and she's kind she of... Is in... she looking like she's liquefying or something? She definitely looks like she's getting up close and personal. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, where was the dynamite? The dynamite is now in Doug's hands, along with the lighter. I think you both had a bundle, and a Professor had one stick, a single solitary stick. I try to light this thing and say, I'm sorry, Abigail. What about Ruth? But he really likes Ruth. <laughs> I feel really, really, really bad, but I, I have a feeling it's she's looking so gross that 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 this is this isn't right. This isn't right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurl the dynamite at Abigail and hope that somehow the mushiness deadens the impact and saves groundskeeper Ruth because that could happen, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, of course That's it definitely how explosions happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, make a dexterity roll. Wow. You're not a brave man, Alistair. Not particularly. You're not even a particularly good man, Alistair. <laughs> I try to be when it doesn't cost me much. But somehow you've found a reserve of courage that maybe you didn't know you had, and you, your hand is steady and you light the fuse. Now, do you want to throw it, or do you want to place it? I still have my mind, don't I? I'm going to place it as far away from Ruth as possible near the base of Abigail. So you can do that. As I said, she's 100 feet across. Right. There's nothing really between... I mean, there's only soft flesh between the dynamite and Ruth, but maybe, maybe, there's always a chance. Always a chance. So you rush forward to place it, and as you're bending down to place it, another tendril whips out towards you in your direction. I had to be heroic. You had to be. Okay, now that is only a regular success. That's the good news. I guess the bad news is, what's your dodge? It's really bad. Pretty good, yeah. Two luck, really. Amazing. Tell me how. Tell me how. Tell me what happens as this tendril comes whipping in towards you. This tendril comes for my leg or whatever and I bat it away <laughs> gross <laughs> and somehow I flinch semi not very elegantly in a successful manner right you're gonna have to make a power roll at this point Chris oh hard. the voices around you Abigail's voice is saying to you get rid of that get rid of it Doug get rid of it you can't hurt mother you can't hurt mother your resolve is strong Doug you don't care what what Abigail is saying right now. Oh yeah, no, I want to kill Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, I have, I have, no, I have four rounds of insanity that I'm. I, yeah, I'm, you do. Well, no, it's paranoia. It's not necessarily murderous. You can do whatever you want with that, but oh. yes, murderous paranoia. It's. I mean, she definitely well, brought you down here, and she definitely put you in this position. But maybe she. And I definitely pushed you in the water. So. And she did throw me in the water as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, she's basically dead anyways. So yeah, she's, she's about to get some dynamite. <laughs> okay, so you're going to do the same? Are you going to light the dynamite and toss it as well? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm totally doing that. Okay, make a dexterity roll. All right, because I'm not insane, right? So I can do it smartly. So I will do that. Nice. So you light the fuse. And you're going to place it as well? Or are you going to just leave it like where you are? Yeah, I, I think because we want to collapse this place. I don't know that I would know anything because I wasn't part of that rolling with dynamite. So I don't know anything about dynamite, I'm going to say. So uh, I'm just going to, I'll I'll run up because I don't know if it'll what it'll do. So yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll put it up there. It makes more sense. Okay, so you, you rush forward. 
and yeah. you almost come face to face as you get next to it with this with this monstrous black face almost looking like some cross between a plant and an animal with blank unseeing eyes that haven't fully formed yet but it comes up to the surface of, of the skin of Abigail's womb and and just moves gently towards you almost reaching out for you and then you place the dynamite down so the fuses are off <laughs> the fuses are going Ruth I have like four more rounds of being insane right you do um, you're screaming and you're crying and laughing hysterically. You're crying and laughing hysterically. You are somehow vaguely conscious, though, of your friends beneath you setting these dynamite charges underneath Abigail. And I think because of that, maybe there's a slight chance you might get back to yourself. So make a power roll. What does that do? That means you have a moment where the, the fog lifts and the hysteria lifts. You can feel your body getting absorbed more and more into Abigail. But... You can still see your arms and legs are intact. It's just probably more like you're surrounded by this viscous substance. You've got a chance. You might be able to tear yourself free. Ah, I want to try to kick off against it and like sort of, you know, detach. Or you could use a weapon. It seems like you're mainly being held down by a tendril that's wrapped around you. I think I currently have my shovel in my hand right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think that makes sense. I'm just going to try to thrash and kick away okay um in that case you need to make a strength roll i am strong i'm super strong right now oh Ah. goodness me what was that that was a hard success but mother is very strong mother mother's warm loving embrace could crush the life out of you let's see what she gets go mother yeah unfortunately that Uh. is also a hard success and her strength is 150. Shit. Let me go! Do not break free. You almost managed... Do I take more damage? No, you don't. You don't take any more damage. But everyone else can see this happening. They, you can see that Ruth is still herself, and she's trying to pull herself away. You can see that she's being held in place by one thick tendril, and that she hasn't been fully absorbed yet, as her arms and legs come free briefly for a minute. The dynamite fuses are, are burning down. What are you doing, guys? So Doug doesn't want, like, he, he knows that it's Ruth's fault, but at the same time, that's a terrible way to die. So he's going to pull out his pistol, and, he, and he's going to... Uh, shoot Ruth? A merciful death? <laughs> he's going to shoot the tent. Because <laughs> deep down, Doug is a good guy. <laughs> so he'll stand there and shoot the tendril, and he's going to yell, run! You're going to have a penalty dice on this, because you're firing into this complicated situation with the tendrils wrapped around him. things. You only have a shotgun. Wow. Yeah. No, the handgun's like my best thing. Well, that's why I pulled out because the shotgun I imagine is in the pool because it was in my hand. I've already dropped it. Okay, roll the d10. Oh, your bullet hits, but it only just breaks the top part of the tendril and it, and it, it weakens for a minute, but then it just coils around. It seems to like slither around her and coil again. How long did you say the fuse would last? A minute. A minute. You know you need to get out of there damn quick because this cave was tricky to get through. All right. Leave me. <laughs> Should leave you? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I'm going to try and... An old woman! Get a hold of one of uh, Ruth's arms and uh, drag her free. Okay. Oh, God. I hope you're strong. I'm pretty strong. Okay. So you rush forward to drag. Roll strength. Bad idea. This is a really bad idea. Ooh, just oh. barely made it. Well, it's a success. Yeah, that's not going to be enough. 
Uh, unless I roll 100, you failed because she's got 150 strength. No, no, you can't. And another tendril comes lashing oh, yeah. out at you to try and batter you away. To try and keep you away from a new daughter. Okay, that is a success. Either try and fight back or you can try... Oh, you dodged. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. You're agile enough to get out of the way. But, um, you can hear the sound of the fuses burning down. Professor and Alistair, what are you doing? You fools. I'm going to leave soon, but uh, <laughs> I will try and shoot the tendril. Yeah, I mean, you can shoot and then run. Oh, boy. Oh, good. Oh, it's not a fumble. <laughs> that, is really, that is lucky. All right, the bullet goes wild. Are you going to run now? I'm going to move away. I'm not going to run. I'm going to move out, and I'm going to yell out that we only have a minute. We have less than a minute. Try and get out. All of you know that unless you start moving now, you're not going to get out of the cave by the time this dynamite goes off. It's going to take you a minute, probably, if, you're, if you go at top speed to get out of the cave. This is your dilemma. This is your choice. All right, well, then I'm, I'm, I'm going at it top speed. <laughs> okay, so you turn and run, and as you start running, you see more tendrils seem to be coming out of the walls. Okay, as you come down off the ledge and you're running through this pool, it seems like mother's, like Abigail's body seems to be extending further into the cave or further out of the cave than you thought. So you're going to have to make a dodge roll. Do you have 25 luck to spend? I would strongly recommend you spend it. I strongly recommend it. I do have 25 luck to spend. Spend it. So a tendril just suddenly shoots across, comes up out of the shallow water of the stream where you're skipping over, and it shoots up and almost tangles around your leg, but you've got past it, and then you drop down another layer, and you can see the light up ahead. There's a narrow gap up ahead where you're going to have to crouch to get through, but you, you can see safety, well, relative safety up ahead. Alistair. So am I going to be able to pop off a shot before I run? Sure, is sure, it... sure. Okay, okay, because I remember I had bought that that rifle, that, that 30 out 6 Yep. I'm going to take one good aim at that tendril. Go for it. Okay. Hit the purple. Hit the purple, yeah. Oh. Oh. Darn. <sighs> no, no. Sorry. Didn't, didn't work, didn't work. Okay, I'm running. You're running. Okay, so you running. you jump down that, that incline, just running as fast as you can. Make a dodge roll to avoid the tendrils that are now whipping across the cavern ahead of you. This is so not fair. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that thing, I guess I trip. You trip, and you are held down by the tendrils unless you can free yourself from them. No, Alistair. Okay. So is that a brawl? Well, you're gonna have to do that next round because you've already taken all your actions. All right. So Doug and Robert, what are you doing? Well, I failed to pull Ruth free on my own, and no one's been able to do any damage to this thing. So I say I'm sorry, and then I run. <laughs> <laughs> so make a dodge roll as you go try and get past. You see. <laughs> You see Alistair on the ground being kind of pinned down by some tendrils. I guess it's up to you. You could try and help him or you could try and just get over them yourself at this point. So if I try and help him, I would roll strength? Uh, yeah. Does it seem like if I try and help him, I'm just going to get dragged down by... Yeah, probably. 
Oh, choices. No, I think I'm running. <laughs> okay. Oh, and you do it. You skip daintily over. Alistair, you feel the rush of air as you see Robert <laughs> just leap over the top of you. And then... Hurdle jump, right? I'm a gymnast, so. Oh, my God. And so, I, yeah, I feel, a, I feel a pang of envy at his freedom. You plant your hands on his back and vault over. Oh, wow. So I actually, like, push him down even more? Like, that's, uh... That is cold. Nobody saw it, don't worry. Doug, do you want to try one more time? Yeah, Doug is going to shoot three shots, and he is not leaving unless she's free. Amazing. Uh, because wow. he's an honorable man. Uh, you, could try, you could try and put out the fuses. I mean... No. <laughs> I don't think he knows enough about dynamite. I mean, he doesn't really know about dynamite. Uh, okay. All right. He has, so he has more confidence than his shot. All right. So, so I have to do it before it. Yeah, you can do it three yeah. times. That's one. No. Oh, fail. Right. Okay. Ooh, oh, failed. Ah, but well, that one only failed by three. You can spend luck on that one. All right, I'll spend luck on that then. Okay, and uh, then the next one. And then I'll do the left shot. Wow. Oh, success. So you hit twice. So roll two d ten. Right, your first bullet almost completely severs the tendril, and the second one finishes the job, and Ruth drops to the ground, still crying, insensate. Oh no, is she gonna run? <laughs> I say, you're coming with me, this was your fault. You know what, the impact of landing on the ground brings you back to your senses, Ruth. Wow! I regret all the bad things I ever said about or to you, Doug Douglas. <laughs> I think it's time to start running, isn't it? Yeah, then I'm going to run, yeah. Okay, you're both going to have to make dodge rolls as you get it. Where Alistair is still being held down. Oh, no. Do I, get to, do I get to do it this turn? Or am I prone? You okay. can run this turn, sure. Okay. Right. Just, so just dodge. dodge. Regular dodge. Nope, fumbled. Oh, no. Oh. No. Mother doesn't want to let you go. <laughs> think with that fumble... Should've left me. Should've left me. You take another three damage, Ruth. At what point am I dying or in unconscious? Unless you took a major wound, which basically means losing half your hit points in one hit, you're, you're not. Ah, okay. Because I'm well below half now. You are both kind of tangled up now in the tendrils. They're not in any way as strong or as, as, as horrible as the tendrils that were right next to the mother. They're just kind of impeding you. You reckon you can you can break free next round, but you are stuck there now for, for one round. And the dynamite, you can almost hear the fuses burning down and you can hear Abigail saying, don't leave me, don't leave me. I get lonely in here, Ruth. I get very lonely. Mommy. <laughs> right, is it only two of you made it through there without being tangled up, is that right? I think so, yes. It was only the professor and Robert that made it through. The, the, the passageway narrows up ahead of you. You're both going to have to make a dexterity roll. Hey. No, I didn't do that. I'd roll trash, but at least my stat is high. Oh, you're fine. Just dex, right? Yeah. I'm not bad at it. You get through fine, so you squeeze through this narrow passageway. You can hear your friends behind you. They seem to have stumbled and fallen. But I guess you're going to keep going, yeah? I am. <laughs> And you can see the cave mouth up ahead. You can see the slightly deeper pool that you skirted around before. And, and up ahead is the ledge. The water is, is gushing out. We still have our rope uh, tied, I assume. The rope is still tied, yes. We both have to make a luck roll at this point. 
I have nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. It's probably worse. It's going to be a climb roll now to get down, um, and you oh. will you will get advantage on the roll because of the rope. Okay. No. Um, you, you realize it's too treacherous and you, you hesitate a minute. Robert, what about you? Make your climb roll with the, with the bonus dice. Okay, alright. For some reason I'm terrible at climbing. You could spend 15 luck. If you have it. Uh, yeah, sure, what the hell, why not? Okay. So Robert, using all your training, your athletic ability, your your knowledge as a circus performer, you manage to grab hold of this rope that has become slick and covered in, in this milky fluid, and you just manage to cling on and rappel down. But Professor, your courage leaves you. you. You can't do it, or can you? Can you? Do you want to push the roll? Do you want to just go for it? Just dive yeah. for the rope? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can make another climb roll with a bonus dice. No. 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 And as you're leaping for the rope, you hear this massive explosion coming from the cave behind you. And your back is pummeled with red hot pieces of rock. And. And you are killed. Oops. Your body is torn to pieces by this huge pieces of rock coming out of the massive blast and your ragged strewn corpse lies down on the bank of the creek next to a panting Robert who is on his knees and the cave mouth is now just completely collapsed and in ruins can I ask can I fall in the water or get wet at all <laughs> yeah you fell in the water, and maybe we'll come back to you a bit later. But, <laughs> but um, inside the cave, maybe mere seconds before, I think the three of you look at each other, Doug, Ruth, and Alistair. You look at each other, and you know that you've run out of time. This did not go well. It left me. No, you never leave somebody behind. Uh... Doug says, and then he, he offers to shoot them. <laughs> Please, no. Don't shoot me. Uh, well, because if, if, the thing collapses, if this collapses, then you could be trapped here and die of suffocation. So, uh, yeah, Doug's, and Doug's then the bomb goes off. Yeah, that, that, exactly. <laughs> While we're having this. Uh, and as you're having that discussion, holding out the pistol, this <laughs> deafening noise, and everything goes black. <laughs> Robert. You're there. Somehow, you're alive. You're not quite sure how. But you know for sure that if this is the, the injuries and caused to the professor who was at the mouth of the cave, surely there is no hope for your friends trapped inside. Um, yeah, I'd just probably run. Mm. My sanity is down to 21. I probably just am, like, completely incoherent. Yeah. In all likelihood, I wander into the Carmody's farm and then get shot. <laughs> Not again, you simpleton. <laughs> Let's say you're you're wandering in that direction. We hear a sharp pop. And you look up. And you see, you see the car. 
the pierce arrow. You see the pierce arrow. <laughs> and the window rolls down, and James says, Would you be needing a lift, sir? I look at him, and I'm probably all, like, covered in, like, dust and shit, and, like, blood. And I say, Thank you, James. That would be lovely. Let's get out of this town and never come back, shall we? Uh, very good idea, sir. I put a blanket down and on the back seat so you won't be getting it too dirty. I assume, judging by the look of you, that Mr. Spaulding won't be joining us. Only me. I'm the only one. Very good, sir. Very good, sir. <laughs> I'd understand if you'd like to stay and uh, speak to the authorities. I, for one, want to be quit of this place uh, as soon as possible. Uh, perhaps best we uh, brush this one under the carpet, what do you say, sir? <laughs> Very good, very good. <laughs> and then the, the purr of the pierce arrow goes up to a roar as he as he floors it and gets you out of Blackwater Creek for once and forever. Yes. A little epilogue. Professor, you're sure you were dead. You're absolutely sure you were dead. But somehow you're not. And somehow... You're kind of back on your feet. Or at least you think they're feet. You're not quite sure what they are now. But you've got some new friends as well. And they look a little bit scary sometimes. But after all, mother always does look after her children. Uh. <laughs> and I think that is that. That is that. Now... <sighs> That was great. <laughs> the kid made it. <laughs> the kid made it. And you know what? You actually get some rewards for that. You get you get you get a bunch of sanity back for having survived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely, of course. <laughs>